I am not a robot. I want to be a robot. I want to be a robot every day in my life. Who's more robot, me or you? Oh, 100% you. <laughs> and so, <laughs> oh, Bailey's even pointing at me. It's hard because you are such a robot person in a joyful, great way that then whenever any of us, like me today, doesn't feel perfect, you feel like, I still want to be a robot. I still want to do it. But I'm not a robot. I know. And I know I'm a robot in areas that I can't gain control over. Welcome to the tug of war. <laughs> We've all got areas that we can't gain control over. No, it's true. That we, uh, man, we wish that we could. Right. We have like great authority and strength and power in all these other areas. But there's all, everybody's got that Achilles heel. Everybody's no, right. got that thorn in the flesh. Everybody's yep. got that thing that they just can't pull together. No, it's true. We all want to be the best that we can be. But there's always something that I think trips us up. What What is it for you? uh being fat <laughs> should i say it more uh politically we're, correct no are we we're talking about physical health we're right? already recording we're using no, all of this that fine. we've already got even this even we're gonna this keep moment? this in no we're we're talking about physical health you could just say your health my health yeah my diet yeah pulling it together man it's hard we've no, all it's hard and so like you tease me about how I'm like a robot sometimes yeah. because I, even if I don't feel good or whatever, I can be like, okay, let's just clock in for another yeah. three hours and no. push the ball down We've worked together for five years. How many six days between the two of us have we ever actually taken? Um, not, a few, a few, many. like- Very, very rare. Yeah, but they're always like, should I go to the hospital? Right. <laughs> Yeah. And then one of us saying to the other one, you better go home yeah. right now. Don't come in yeah. or we, you're in trouble. We take sick days like the nurse has sent us home from school. Yes. We are, it's required. You're I'm like, not, trust and go home. And I'm like, yes. Whitney, get out of here. Right. Not the <clears throat> other way around. And it's tough when you're high capacity, able to accomplish, but then you've got that area in your life that you just can't pull, pull together. And I think and that, so for me, that was my diet and my physical health. Yeah. And so we mentioned this in, I, I don't know, know, one of our episodes, right. and we've had a number of people reach out. Yeah, to say, hey, can you talk about the physical health journey? And <clears throat> you know, what's funny really is that that's something you've struggled with. Yeah. But but it's something- I'm still struggling with. I was gonna say, but it's something over the last five years we both have struggled with because yeah. oftentimes um, when you're in a season of tugging for more, there is an area of your life that suffers. When yes. you are working hard and you're accomplishing and you're charging forward, um, there's something that suffers. And for us, yeah. we were working so hard to rebuild something, a church that was falling apart, yeah. to rebuild a staff team, yeah. to charge into more that we kind of let our just physical self, but kind of just our own me time. Yeah. And this idea is about to set some people free. I hope it does. So when I was 20, yeah. I was yoked up. Yeah. Skinny waist, broad shoulders, big guns, right. look good. Do you know why I looked like that at 20? Why? Had nothing to do with my metabolism. It had everything to do with my responsibility load. That's right. The reason that I was in the shape that I was in is because right. I didn't have a wife, right. I didn't have children, I didn't have a mortgage, and I wasn't actually in charge of very much. Right. And so then something happens when you become a real adult. Right. 
and you start putting on this new amount of pressure, something falls. Yeah. And unfortunately for me, it was my health. Right. Started eating to mask my hurt and yeah. some stuff that was going on in life. And I gained 50, 60 pounds yeah. from where I knew that I should be. And so I think that like moms <sighs> oh, right. might be feeling like, man, I do not, I've gained weight or right. I've put on this pounds and I don't want to be this way. I'm a loser. No, no, no. You're a mom now. Right. Well, you never had kids before. And so much of what we see on the outside of like who we are affects um, how we feel about who we are on the inside. And so yes. like, I think for moms, that's a huge one. Like when you, when you step into the season of having a baby and then being a mom, you look at yourself and you're like, I don't even know myself anymore, but you're still the same self. Yeah. It's just that some areas of your life have kind of fallen apart for a minute because you're focused on something else. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's, I think that talking about our physical health in relationship to more, it's important. It's not just our emotional health. It's not just spiritual health, spiritual health, but our physical health matters. Yeah. This is our meat vehicle. Our meat vehicle is a word you use. And every time I'm like, <laughs> it just sounds so manly. I'm but saying it is. I live in my body. <laughs> right. And so and it's the, the only one we get. And so the way that God created it is right. that when my body dies, my spirit and my soul no longer exist on this plane of earth. Right. Right. And so if my meat vehicle, my earthly tent as the Bible right. would call it. There it is. Is Super no spiritual. longer effective. Right. I can't charge towards more. No. I can't preach. I can't hug my kids. I can't lead somebody to Jesus. I can't build an organization. Right. I can't do anything if the body's jacked. But I think when we're we're tugging and pulling towards more, so often our needs are the the last thing on the list. Go there. That we know the organization, the 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 people that we're leading, the family that we're in charge of, mm -hmm. all of that gets put at the top of the list. And then anything we need or want or whatever kind of goes down at the bottom. And so I know for for me over the last five years, it's been a lot, a lot um, that we've been balancing and navigating and adjusting staff transitions and, and new developments in the church and growth that is such a gift, but also comes with a lot of hurdles. Yeah. And so I would find myself coming home at night mm -hmm. done. Yeah done for the day, but still I got to give time to my family and yeah. energy to them. Yeah. And so by, by the time I lean into that and, and cook dinner and make sure my kids have what they need for school and hug my husband and a few things like that, like let's it, order a pizza. I got to go to bed. Right. Let's right. order a pizza. Not, I don't want to cook. I, I'm not cooking. I'm surely not going on a walk or a run or anything yeah. like that. I'm just, I'm just going, I'm going, I'm, I'm done. And, but there's a point yeah. that you better have a wake up no, right. and be like, man, I'm headed in the wrong direction. I yeah. see all these guys at the gym in their 60s that are 300 pounds. Right. And I'm like, your doctor told you to come, didn't he? Right. And like, it's too late. No. The damage is done. If you're 60 and 300, right. like you no. can do it. No. You can do it. Right. But like, man, if you would have just jumped on that 20 or 30 years it would have made a huge difference. So, and some of us just don't have the discipline. So I grew up with a really high metabolism. I was the run of the litter. Like I was what you would call the skinny fat kid. Like I wasn't healthy. I yeah. didn't actually have like muscles. Yeah. I was just little. But then in life, as we get older and like, so I didn't have the discipline of that. You knew how to work out because you right. were yoked up when yeah. you were 20. Yeah. I never even knew 
what to do or how to even watch my diet because I never had to because I could eat mac and cheese and Cheetos and, still and a be, Coke for lunch and still, and still fit still, all your clothes, still fit my clothes. <clears throat> and so I gained over 30 pounds yeah. in the last five years. Yeah. And then last year, this COVID thing hit mm -hmm. and everybody's stuck at their house. Yeah. The gyms are closed. Yeah. And everybody's got that COVID-15. Was yeah. it quarantine 15? Is quarantine, that what they called it? Quarantine 15. And so, so I think it's just a huge thing that right now a lot of people are struggling. So a lot of people are struggling. Um, we've totally been there. One of the reasons that we get out of health is because of, uh, yeah, other responsibilities. Yeah. But another one is influences. Absolutely. And I've already apologized to you. Stop. But it's true that one of the reasons Wit gained weight in the season that she did is because of her proximity to me. It's possible, but I don't let you take enough responsibility that you want to take for it. I, it's also my 100% fault. I submitted under a leader. Yeah who was very unhealthy. Yeah. And because of my proximity to him, true, though. I gained a bunch of weight. Yep. I started eating. I started to learn how to navigate my stress in yep. the same way that he was. Yep. And so I put, started to put all this weight on. Yep. And this thing that had never been an issue for me, all of a sudden attached itself to me and became an issue for me. Yeah. No, and true. so I think for you, I take a little bit of the responsibility no. okay. that like, if it's a Wednesday and we're stressed out because of some staffing decision no, and I'm true. like, let's go to lunch, fajitas and queso. Let's do it. It we, you, we split a lot of queso over the years. We split a lot of queso over the years. Right. And you protecting me yeah. and wanting me to be okay. Right. You just kept eating ice cream with me. Well, and I think we're celebrators too. And so yeah, that's true. food is a celebration. So it, it wasn't only sad. It wasn't only heavy heavy it was also like what brings us joy <gasps> yay yeah and so we because did. it really rachel and aaron both yeah along with us oh, I, right. I drug the whole posse down all of us gained 40 pounds because of my my uh my emotional unhealth led to all of our physical no, unhealth but we were all charging towards more we're yeah. all tugging and fighting we're in the fight together yeah and so yeah sometimes you just need a break today what is so that? that's a commercial man i've <laughs> tried everything yeah so I, uh, I'm not afraid of attempting things. And so should I just give a list of some of the things yeah, that are you going to go? Well, I just thought about the other day we were talking about, you came up with an idea for, oh, I had a our, whole... for our staff team oh, and yeah. you were like, oh, we could do like a challenge where people get X amount of money if yeah. they, and you said the words you said, because if somebody told me I could get $200, if I lost X, Y, Z you know, amount of weight, I would, I would lose all that weight. And then I said, doesn't someone in your life have $200 yeah, yeah. that you so, once gave them years ago? Yeah. So years ago, uh, I went to a friend and mentor, Mark yeah. Brewer, and I was trying to reach a weight goal. And so I gave him $200 <laughs> cash. And I said, I need you to keep this $200 until I weigh 200 yeah. pounds. He has had my $200 <laughs> for a long, I don't think I'll ever get under well, two, 200 say, pounds. First of all, I'm going to have to chop off an arm to get to 200 pounds. Way, way out no, of whack. I tried that. Uh, I remember I got, I wanted to like gain some accountability. And so I wrote an email to like every man I respected, which was a list of like 30 pastors. Yeah. And I sent this email out about how like I'd gained all this weight and I was, didn't doing things right. And, uh, how I needed them to hold me accountable and how I would reach this goal. Didn't do it. <laughs> I, uh, got a group of friends together once, took my shirt off in front of all of them and started crying <laughs> and talked about how I felt fat and how I needed them to help. Hold right. me that didn't work. Nope. I ate those bars, yeah. the chemical bars. We actually did that one together. Yep. I, I lasted longer longer than you nope, did. Nope, couldn't do it. But I did uh, lose a bunch of weight 
and then stop eating the bars and immediately gain yeah, all the way I back. Couldn't, I couldn't do that. I've done the juice fast. Yep. I bought a, a juicer. I watched the documentary. I was like, I'm going to do that. Oh, I did I that. Remember. Lost the weight, gained it all back. Uh, I, You've done rice and meat only? I've done rice and meat only. I've done, I'm going to run a mile every day for 100 days. I did that. I've bought bicycles. Yep. I've bought treadmills. I've bought ellipticals. Yep. I did CrossFit. I have had a oh, membership. Right. I've had a membership at every gym in our city. Yep. I've tried everything to try to gain some gain control. Yeah. Because we joked at the beginning about how a robot. Right. It's really hard to be highly disciplined in all of these areas. It's true. But then find yourself literally addicted. Yeah. Unable to gain control in other areas, and you're eating cheeseburgers in parking lots. Yeah. And uh, man, I cried about a bunch. Yeah, no, right. Like to you and Aaron. Yeah, we and talked. to Rachel. Yeah. Like, man, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I feel like I can't stop these things. And I think that there's some physiological stuff that, like, your body gets accustomed to absolutely certain caloric intake. Yep. Your body gets accustomed to the sugar and the savory. Absolutely. And and it's hard to to break out of that. Yeah, no, it takes it takes time. What is it? Uh, it takes 21 days to make a new habit yeah but, but it takes even longer than yeah. that to get certain things out of your system yeah certain things man for me i stopped drinking sugar so my whole life i drank coke every day i was going to quick trip getting me a coolie like an icy coke icy that's absurd that i did yeah, this, I but mean, i would get hundreds of grams of sugar every day i can remember when my kids were little like part of my morning routine now, this is one part that for you and I, I think is also a part of it is that we're routine people. Yeah. And so once you've created a routine, it's hard to get out of it. Yeah. So I would have a Coke by noon. Mm. I would have two more in the afternoon. Then I switched to sweet tea because I thought that would be healthier. And then, man, I was consuming so much sugar. Yeah. It was really ridiculous and unhealthy. And so a few years ago, I stopped. And now if I pick up a sweet tea, I'm like, oh, my word. Yeah, you get you get tongue tased. Yeah, it, because it's so much, but it yeah. took a long time to get it out of my system. Yeah, you've got it. You've got to just make those changes. And uh, so the only thing that led to me really having some breakthrough yeah. was admitting it to a bunch of people right. and then get, building a team. Yep. And so finding a personal trainer yeah. that I work out with five days a week, yep. where he's in charge. Yep. He picks the workouts. He tells me what to do. Right. I'm in charge of a lot of areas in life. Right. Everywhere I go, someone wants me to make the decision. Right. And so going somewhere and putting somebody else in charge is good. Then I went to my doctor and had a bunch of blood work done uh, and was like, man, what do I need to do? Mm -hmm. So another guy, uh, Dr. Dustin Strong, yep. came along strong in health. And so he gave me a bunch of vitamins. And so I had vitamin D deficiency. Right. I had uh, all these different imbalances in just literally in vitamins. Yep. I didn't need a bunch of other stuff. I didn't need a bunch of other shots and stuff yeah. i just needed to take some vitamins right and you know if your car's broke maybe you should open the hood no it's true and so i think in the church world sometimes oh. we have this we have this like weird perspective of doctors and we're like god's it's going to be a miracle well god designed our body to work in a certain way and we're eating way far away from what he intended in the garden of eden yeah and so like maybe you should take some vitamin d pills well not only that but we have this like uh, acceptance and allowance of physical health being allowed. So we're not supposed to like smoke crack or like drink okay. a bunch of alcohol. Yeah. We're not supposed to like be party happy people yeah. and 
you know, hang out with whoever we want and do whatever we want, yeah. go wherever we want. Yeah. But we can go to Chili's every Sunday night after church. Yeah. Or we can go. And I think that it's become acceptable. Right. In the church world. Right. The Bible talks super clearly about do not be drunk. Right. But it does not say do not eat 5,000 calories per day. Right. It doesn't say that. No. And it does so, say that our body is a temple. And it, yeah. <laughs> and but, yeah. But we don't take it to that extreme. Exactly. And so there's a lot of pastors. Yeah. I mean, I was a student at Southwestern and we had chapel every single mm -hmm. day. And I would see pastor after pastor after pastor, year after year, come in. Their stomach would knock the podium over right. while they were preaching. Right. And it's just allowed. It's no. just, and so I right. was just like, this is okay. This is okay for me to do. No, and we've recognized as leaders, like what walks in us runs in the people around us. Yeah. And so if we want a healthy team, if we want a healthy church, then we have to be intentional yeah. to shift it. So you built a team of people and yeah, we're buddies. So when you went and got a bunch of blood work done, I got a bunch of blood work done. And I yeah. think it's important to point out it's different for men and women. It is. Like we have different hormones and different yeah. things, but it's still important to be aware yeah. of what's going on in your body. Yeah. And listen, you know, if your doctor tells you to go and do something crazy right. or that you don't feel comfortable no. with, then go and talk to somebody else. Right. But like when he told me, so one of the things the doctor told me that I had, I'd suffered adrenal fatigue. Yeah. And so I'd never really heard of that before. And so your body has adrenaline. And so after you get yourself hyped up so many times, your body will not hype up anymore. Right. And so after years of church planning, trauma that we walk through, yep. uh, Rachel and I, some situations we were navigating, I was just literally exhausted. No, let's talk about and it And so he, he gave me two supplements yep. that are to help your adrenal system yep. heal. Right. And so for like three months, I just took a, a I don't even know what they're called. They're like vitamin, vitamins. Supp vitamin supplement. supplement, yeah. And so, it literally helped reset my right. adrenal system. So I now actually have energy again. But you just said something. Okay. So you experienced adrenal fatigue. Yeah. So you kind of went through the season that then there was like a crash in your life. Oh yeah. That is, is kind of was the catalyst for like enough enough. The, the, I realized like this, I, I feel 75 yeah. and I'm only 35. Yeah. Man, I better pull this right. together. We were on vacation. The yeah. four of us were on vacation. And like, I was trying to walk up a flight of stairs out of breath. Yep. Like bad out of breath. Bad, right. And uh, like you had to stay in the room for some time. Yeah. The day. Like it was not. And I was like, this is not who I want to be, right. man. This is not what I want to do. Right. And so I've, I've got to make a change. No. And so I, I went and got all the blood work around. And I think that people don't go to the doctor and have these conversations because they're afraid of what they're going to find out. Oh well, yeah. Living no, Aaron in, and I have talked about that. He always is thinking if I don't go to the eye doctor, my eyes will be okay. Brother no, can't see nothing. Living in ignorance right. is not bliss. Right. It's just ignorant. Right. Right. And so we've got to go and, and actually take a look at what it is. Yeah. We can't do anything about it no. if we don't evaluate it. We've talked about it with our own emotional health. Yeah. If we don't identify the things, why would we not identify the physical things? And it's hard no, because it's when fun. you, when you open the computer and you type in men's health, the only thing it tells you to do is to go to one of these low T centers. Right, right. And so I almost went. Yeah. So I went, got the blood work. They were like, no, this isn't the problem. You have some vitamin deficiencies and you're eating garbage right. as your diet. Right. And so once I shifted some of those things, yeah. the weight, now I still want to lose weight. I still have goals. I'm still feel too heavy yeah. for where I am now, but, no, but man, I feel like a... I feel no, we went like back to the same being. place oh, and yeah. you were walking up the same flight of Jog, stairs. Jogged up and down. And them. you were like running up and down like, like Rocky. Look, like, look, look, I'm fine. I'm I good. I did it. Yeah. But, and I'm only on the scale, I'm only 25 pounds lighter. Hmm. 
Well, yeah, but right. All, all I'm saying no, is, but your health all I'm is, saying is, while we're talking about health, oh, let's talk about now, it. Now we're not doctors, so call your doctor. Right. But all I'm saying is, we get so obsessed with the scale. Oh man. And you were like, man, I don't want to lift any weights. So I'm gonna get bulky. Bulky. No, you're not gonna get bulky. No. It's very hard to put muscle on. Right. Go and get go and get strong, man. No. Go right. and get healthy. Go and work out. And right. it's going to make you feel different. And the scale might not move a lot, but your body is, the composition of your body is changing. Absolutely. Super shifting. And I think uh, another thing that is important to point out is it's different for everyone. Yeah. Like, again, you're a dude, I'm a lady. So we both have gone on a season of health in the last year and both have lost weight and gotten better shape, feel a ton better, but we've done it in different ways. I've shifted my diet and we, we you can tease me all you want uh but for a year now i've eaten a plant-based diet now i've i've i would say i do 90 percent of the time i don't always like there's been seasons and celebrations yeah. and whatever where i'll still have a steak or whatever but i for the most part have shifted because for me that was what i needed to do to gain the discipline in what i was eating in what i was consuming and and i found out like that certain parts of that worked for me well i I'm also on a plant-based diet. It's just that my plants have already been eaten by a cow. Correct. Correct. And so my cow, my I have so I outsource my plant eating. Yeah. To I a just cow. think it's important to point out because you don't have to do what somebody else is doing. Correct. Everybody's doing bars. You do, you don't got to do the bars. Yeah. Everybody's doing shakes. You don't got to do the shake. You got to do what people works are doing for vegan. You. you don't have to do vegan. No. Right. I'm on a regimen that a trainer built for me. So I'm eating this for breakfast and that for yeah. lunch and this for dinner. Yeah. It's a bunch of meats and carbs and fats yeah and so but but then with that we've had to realize but we can't be crazy about it correct that this is a journey and yeah. it's going to be an intentional journey for the rest of our life god i'm really glad that you brought that up and i'm kind of mad i know at you it too are. because <laughs> i for years was the best at losing 30 pounds yeah nobody can lose 30 pounds better than me no it's true but nobody can put 35 on as good as me I know. And so what was happening yep. is I had two wardrobes in my closet. Yeah. Um, and the reason that right, so right now I'm 250, okay. weigh 250 pounds. I got up over 275. The reason that 250 is a win for me is because I've been here six months. Yeah, right. I've been here six months. My strength is going up in the gym. I feel better. My energy is level. Right. Now listen, I don't feel comfortable in my swimsuit yet. I'm not there. Right. But, but man, my energy level is stable. And we went to Vegas, yep. ate a bunch of garbage while yep. we were there preaching, came back 250. Right. You, you know why? You, because I've got a new, consistent. I've got a new flat line. Right. And so no. the hard thing is when you think you should look like a magazine cover. Right. When I think that I need to have bolder shoulders and six pack abs. Right. That is, that's not my life goal. No. I want my kids to love me and my wife to love me and build a thriving organization. Right. And so I would rather have higher body fat percentage and accomplish all those other things. No, I think it's so important as we're talking about physical health that we're talking about healthy physical health, that we're being boom intentional to say, this is not about starving looking, yourself. It's not about getting skinny on a platform. It's not about, yes. it's about making healthy choices that will sustain yeah. and that will last. Cause yeah, we've been friends a long time. And like you, both of us have gone on these like roller coaster seasons yeah. and we have a little bit of extreme personalities. Yeah. So when we go into something, we go extreme, but this is something we decided, no, we're not going to be extreme. We have to be intentional. And it's, it's not just about what you look like. It's about being healthy. Absolutely. Okay. Being not healthy. It hinders you from so many things. Can so I just make a confession? 
Sure. So we did our series leading up to Easter this year called More Than Eggs. Yeah. And I preached this message in that series about the crucifixion mm -hmm. that was super physical. Yeah. I was carrying a giant cross right. and I was whipping and yep. I was moving all these things. Yep. And I've wanted to do that before, yep. but I knew that I physically, I'm going to cry right now, but I'm not going to. You can. That's I fine. knew that I wasn't yeah. physically healthy enough to not get out of breath on stage. Yeah. And so I didn't do this thing yep. that had been in me for years. Just this week I preached and in the message, I went and laid down on the ground <laughs> right. and preached while on the ground. But when I was 275 yep. and not healthy and not working out, by the time I did that and then got back up and I'm trying to talk, <sighs> I'm now talking and I'm just trying to get the, no, <sighs> the words out. And so pursuing what you said is gold. Oh, yeah. It's not about fitting pants. No, it's not. It's about actually being healthy. For, for a sustained time of your life. Right. Like, I think, no, you're 100% right there. I I think it's easy to look at somebody on the outside. That's why you got to go get all the things checked out. Because for me, I just was feeling sluggish. Like, mm -hmm. I love my job. Mm -hmm. I love what I get to do. And for four out of the last five years, every morning I woke up, even on the days that I knew something really hard was happening that day, I still woke up like, yes, I get to go to work. Yeah. But I was starting to wake up like, ugh, ugh. Yeah. I've, I've, I literally told my doctor, I feel like every morning I'm having to pull myself up by my bootstraps. Yeah. And I think if we're not paying attention to the warning signs in our own life, even what looks good in the mirror might not be healthy for right. us. And so um, there's a journey in our physical health that really matters if we're going to achieve all the more that God has for us. Yep. But you've got something. I know I've got a different direction, but keep going. I, no, I, I think go, because I think it might be where I was about to go. Well, I don't know. Where were you going to go? I was going to talk about the emotional connection to the physical. It's like we're actually know each other. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the reason that I got so out of shape is because I wasn't emotionally okay. Yeah. And so uh, five years ago when I became lead pastor after yeah. being here from the beginning as yeah. associate executive, yeah. whatever my whatever. position was. Right. I started preaching every Pastor single, of everything. <laughs> yeah. I started preaching every week. Yeah. And so I didn't really have an office here at the church mm -hmm. and the office that I did have was so small and sad and people kept coming in and we talking call it to me. A clawfice. My clawfice. Um, closet and and I didn't have anywhere at home to work. Right. And so what would happen is multiple days a week, I would go to a restaurant yep. and I would take my laptop and I would write sermons from restaurants. Yeah. And it was my safe place. Because Rachel and I were going through some stuff. Yeah. So it was my safe place. And while I'm sitting in these restaurants writing sermons and being alone, I'm an only child. And so like I recharge having some alone time. Yeah. And so it was the only place I could be alone. It just happened to be the only place I could be alone. They served cheeseburgers, french fries, milkshakes. Right. Then they opened a twisted route in Mansfield. Uh-oh. So I had been driving all the way to Arlington. Now I've got one of my back. All these new restaurants yeah. are coming to the city. And... uh I was eating my feelings. Yeah. It took me a long time to realize it. Yeah. I wouldn't admit it. I was, was going to say. I was not self-aware yeah. of what was actually going on, but yeah. I was eating my feelings um, because of the stress yeah. and because of the hurt and the trauma that I'd walked through that I didn't know how to navigate and had been kind of passed down to me. And so I'm writing their messages and God's like speaking great things to me. Right. And I'm just eating. Well, and I think 
I think there can but be it, so many other emotional things that we are walking through and dealing with. Yeah. I think that's for you what it was. Yeah, there for was, me, for me. Yeah, for you, there was um, other heavy emotional things and you were navigating them really, really well. Yeah. And so Thank because you. we give our energy to that, it's sometimes hard to identify this other area where it's it like- It felt like I only had so much self-discipline. Yeah. And so I wasn't oh, right. exploding in all these other places. I was out of good choices. Right. And so I was it's like- I'm making this bad choice because I'm winning all these places. Right. I'm losing here. You tease me about my car a lot. Like anyone who knows me well teases me about my car. I call Whitney, I call Whitney's car her other purse. Right. And if you look in my car most days, you would think this lady's life is a disaster. This lady's a hobo. Right. It's full of curling irons <laughs> and irons and socks. And all we these... literally took our staff in her car uh -oh. to lunch the other day. Oh my God. And we opened the trunk to pull open the back seat. She got a bunch of underwear back there. Well, I was taking my kids to get their prom and clothes And so I altered. like throw some stuff on top of it, trying to guard her dignity. God, men and women in misery is hard sometimes. It's true. But the reason. Don't be keeping your unmentionables floating around went, in your car. Well, yeah. My Rachel does the same thing. It's just a, there's leaving a it all, Leaving it all on the couch. I'm like, my dad has a key to our house. Well. Pick that junk up. The point is, is that everywhere else in my life, <laughs> I have to be structured and organized. Okay. I have to have everything together. Yeah. And so like, sometimes my car is just a place where it's like, I don't have time and energy Blech. here. Duh. Just throw it in here and I'll no. deal with it later. Just yeah. put it in here and deal. Our house is always clean. My bedroom, always a mess. Why? Because I'm going to keep the rest of my house clean and just throw it in the bedroom. And your like, laundry room. Oh, in my laundry. But yeah, but that's just laundry. This is Same everywhere. at our house. Yeah. You I'm, can't even get that yeah, door to the laundry do? room closed. And so I think that that is still a, that's a prime example of what happens in our health, in our health is that we're it's managing. Cute. It's cute when it's our laundry room. Right. But when it's, it's our, when but it's when our, it's car, our but when it's our blood gotta, pressure. Right. Because we're doing so many other things and we're accomplish, accomplishing so much, like what you said at the beginning of 20 year old Trustin was not carrying the same responsibility, nope. but he also wasn't carrying the same emotional weight. Yeah, He wasn't carrying the weight of leading an organization, the emotions that go behind being a dad yeah. and, a, and a good husband. And I had the f time flexibility to just go to the gym every day at like 2.30. Right. Two th you should be at work at 2.30 yeah. college, you know, it's funny because I'll go to the gym and there's all these young guys and they walk around with their swagger. Right. And I'm like, you just wait. Yeah. You just wait till you get a real job. Till you can't work out for six hours a day. Exactly. No, but I think that so for, you know, a mom or a dad at home right now, that's like, hey, I've got this out of whack. It, it, it might just be that there's some priorities in your emotions that you need to navigate. Are you still worthy yeah. of this time? Yeah. For me, that's what was a huge piece is like, I work so hard and, I, and I, I'm and i not good at saying, I need this space. Mm -hmm. I need this time. Yeah. And part of my struggle with physical health was just, it's fine, I'll get whatever. I'll go wherever you wanna go to lunch. Yeah. I'll do whatever, I don't care. Yeah. I'll eat anything, I'll, I'll go anywhere. And we have to be intentional to go, why do we Why do we feel that way? What is the weight that we're carrying? How is this happening yeah. emotionally? So uh, you and I are both extreme personalities. What? And so, uh, <laughs> so what I like to do is I like to swing the pendulum all the way to the other direction. Okay, do it. And so in all these other years right. that I would gain and lose weight, I would go into these extreme- Oh yeah. Extreme scenarios. Oh yeah. Where I'm gonna do cardio twice a day and I'm only gonna eat broccoli and chicken. Multiple birthdays of yours. 
because your birthday. I love you. Calling <laughs> me out so hard, but it's no, true. I just um, we're just helping people. Yeah, no, do it. Uh, his birthday is on January fifteenth, so that means it's right after the top of the year. Yeah, and we so, all be making our New Year's resolutions. So I got New Year's resolutions, and I got like double ones because my birthday <laughs> is right there. And so. Yeah, we don't celebrate. We do now because you're in balance now. No, so it's but my birthday years and I'm like blending broccoli yeah, up and, and I'm, I'm like, like, where are we going? What are we celebrating? And you're like, well, um, I'm doing this extreme thing. Yeah. So right. if you're if you're out there and watching. Yeah. Maybe this time don't go so extreme. No, right. Don't do Maybe it. this time don't your goal it. should not be the gym five days a week. It should be the gym twice a week. Right. Maybe your goal should not just be chicken and broccoli, but your goal should be like meal prepping. Right. Your goal should be, I'm not going to go to a restaurant for right. except one, except twice a month. Right. And no. you know how much more money I have in my pocket? A lot. Since I stopped going out to eat all the time? Probably a lot. So much more money in my pocket. I go to a restaurant like I'm gonna go to Pluckers. You walk out of Pluckers, you spend twenty five bucks at lunch. That's the dumbest financial decision you could make. You're getting fat and you're getting broke. Right. Fix that jump. Fix it. Okay, I'm just gonna read this one question because we've gotten a lot. Okay. And I think it's a good one. Somebody just said, okay, when he's talked about in the past, um, getting a team together and all, I'm struggling because uh, with my own strength, I feel like I'm being as consistent as I can. And creating a routine, but it still feels like not enough. What would you say to somebody who feels like they're trying to make the shift, but it still feels like not enough? Um, you have to inspect what you expect. Okay. So, like, have a goal. Yeah. So you have to have a goal. And if you're not reaching that goal, if you're not actually making any progress, then it's time to make a change. Right. And if you don't know how to make that change, you have to bring in advice. Yeah. Absolutely. I know how to do a lot of things, but I had to hire an architect yeah. to build a building. I'm not an architect. No, that's really So I good. have I have to bring somebody in. Guess what? You're probably not a doctor. You're probably right. not a nutritionist. Right. For me, I had all this bro science. I'm like watching YouTube videos, bro science. These dudes don't actually know what they're right. doing. There, listen, if I hadn't just started getting taking vitamin D, yeah. it doesn't matter what I did in the gym. I could run 100 miles. It doesn't matter. If I was not optimizing my body, mm-hmm. vitamin D is a precursor to all other hormones. Right. So the reason that I had all these imbalances is because I just didn't have this one thing. Yeah. No bro science on YouTube is going to help you understand that. No, it's super good. So you've got you've to get a team. I think the other part is you've got to stay consistent. Yes. So like... I like Rachel and I have texted each other a thousand times. Like I've been to the gym two times and I'm not skinny. What happened? Like we get this, like I've tried and, and, and I, it's not working. We'll just keep trying, keep going, yeah. like stay consistent. I think that, um, for me is a huge thing that I said, like, I'm, I'm just now at a year of eating the way I've been eating. And I'm just now starting to feel like I'm at a weight that I wanted to be at. It's yeah. taken a year. Yeah. A year. I've and been like, doing it over a year. Yeah. And I'm, Still not at the weight that I want to be, but I got my strength back. Right. I'm fitting pants that they sell at Express again. Yeah. No, it's You talk about making me mad. Whole, I mean, I got to the point that whole genres of shopping I couldn't right. go to. No, right. I can't shop at the mall. <laughs> Don't send me to the this uh, section where Shaquille O'Neal's selling clothes. <laughs> God, it made me so mad. Yeah. No, it's good. Okay, go back to the emotional piece for one more minute. Okay. Is there anything in that 
that you haven't said that you think somebody needs to know? No. Yes. I don't know. What? Is there something you think that I should say or you've heard me say that you're trying to get out of me no. but I can't remember? <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I just feel like we, we touched on it, but really like when you are pursuing emotional health, things will start to come out of you that you recognize yeah. are maybe attached to some of these things. So in all of my years of eating debauchery, as I ate whatever I wanted, I was also watching a TV show on TLC called My 600 Pound Life. Hmm, why were you doing that? Um, I, psychologically, probably a lot of reasons. One, because I related to the people. Mm -hmm. Now they're, they're over 600 pounds on this right. TV show. And they're eating they, like 7,000 calories they, a day. Oh, they literally can't walk, they're yeah. bed bound. But as I would watch them, I would understand and I would sympathize with them. Hmm. And after watching multiple of those episodes and seasons, they all have trauma. Every one of them, something happened, their parents got divorced, and when they stayed with their dad, he gave them ice cream, and that made them feel safe. One of They got molested. Because they were molested, they ate a bunch so that their molester would not be attracted to them anymore. Mm -hmm. Every one of them had some kind of yeah. trauma. And I think that if there's anything we're doing in our life with excess, it's attached to something internal. It's true. So we're talking about food, but if you're spending too much money on shoes, right. it's attached to something internal. Right. If you are yelling at everyone in your life, it's attached to something internal. If you're not looking people in the eye when you talk to them, it's attached to something internal. Hmm. It's all it's all in here. Right. And so the weight gain for me was this like big warning flag that all my friends could see. Tristan's not okay right now. Right. And so I, I had to deal with it. No, it's super good. The reason people do drugs right. is not because they want to ruin their life. No, the other day we were having dinner with somebody that we've known for a little while and they were telling their story and they talked to me about the first time they, they for a long season were addicted to marijuana, like were always smoking like every day. And I just said, well, when did you begin that? And they told me the age that they had done it. Well, we'd been in a conversation earlier when they told me when how old they were when their mom left. <laughs> And right. I said, hey, did you notice that you started smoking weed the same year that your mom left? Yeah. And they went, they didn't realize no. that it was attached. Right. That the abandonment they felt from their mother right. was attached to why they started smoking weed, which then sent their whole life down a trajectory of pain. And when we can become aware yeah. of what's happening in ourselves, right. we can start to make the changes. Absolutely. No, I think that's super good. And so... If somebody's struggling in their physical health one way or the other, whether it's extreme healthy or unhealth, wherever you're at, man, get it in balance and then look at what's attached to it. I think yeah. that's so important. Can we give a couple tips? Absolutely. I don't know how long we've been going here. I don't either. How long? Uh-oh. Can they be just fast and then we'll land it? Yep. Yes. 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 Um, what are the tips you're going to say? Um... No, that I felt a thousand percent better about. Okay. And now I can do anything. Now I can, do uh, anything. Winning can, conquer, now the can conquer the world. Um, crap, what were the tips? It was really good. Smoking weed is associated with um, if you got some emotional things, if you're going extreme. Crap. What were you going to say? Give you some tips. Whose tips? What are the tips? I was going to say food tastes really good. 
like if you're trying to lose weight i can't remember no keep going you're gonna get it what? i was gonna i just remember i was going to say something about how have you tasted food like doritos are incredible like pizza oh oh i was gonna talk about that and then i was gonna say uh what feels better oh yeah what what feels better in life oh and how do you set a goal mm-hmm. how i write a, a thing on my mirror mm-hmm. how i um put a countdown timer on my phone towards think goals that i want to accomplish okay just like no um, right oh uh motivation okay i don't remember where we no where just we say ended. can we give a couple tips so i just want to give a couple tips of like it. kind of my my process no let's do it so when i was doing this and couldn't gain yeah. couldn't keep the weight off i thought i had a motivation problem I right. thought like, I just don't have enough motivation. If I could just have more motivation, then that would help me. But really what I didn't need was motivation. I needed consistency. Yeah, right. Because motivation comes and goes. But yeah. like, if you have a goal and you choose to be consistent right. and it's just what you're doing, then man, that's really gonna help you. So, and so if you're gonna do something that is gonna feel white knuckle and hard yeah. to be consistent, yeah. it's probably not the right plan. No, it's not the right plan to white knuckle it. As a matter of fact, sometimes I tell myself, like a- Andy's Custard, this ice yeah. cream place here in town, I'll wanna go to Andy's after work by myself and go get a big yeah. thing. You know what I tell myself? I can. Right. I can. I have all the money to go and buy that, mm-hmm. and I could go and eat that right now. Yeah, and it's amazing. But I'm choosing right. not to. Right. But when you start telling yourself, I can't. I can't eat these Oreos. No. I can't have pizza. I can't eat ice cream. Now you're living in a state of, depri- of Depri- being yeah. deprived. Right. I'm not deprived. I could, I could go to Walmart right now and buy every Oreo they have on the shelf. Right. Yeah, you I have could. money in bank account. I right. can go buy every Oreo that they have. Right. I could go buy so much queso I could put it in a bathtub and swim around in it. <laughs> I could, but I don't. Right. So I I have learned I'm not deprived. I'm not living from a negative place. I'm choosing something else. Hmm. I'm choosing to be able to wear size 36 pants instead of Oreos. Right. And so when I see the Oreos on the plate or I'm at the restaurant and I know I should order a salad, but they've got a big burger with some onion strings and some uh, cheddar and some bacon. Yeah. Look, Here, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, ch- I, in that I moment, lunch after this. <laughs> in that moment, I choose right. which I would rather have. Right. I could have it, but I would, rather, I would rather have this. And so something that helps me a lot is to remember that and then oh, to- I take actual mental <laughs> snapshots in my mind of moments yeah. that I either felt really strong or mm. really healthy or really uh, yeah. proud of uh-huh. myself. And then in those moments, I'm like, remember this, remember this. And that helps me a ton. Or I'll remember we were in Vegas preaching mm. for Pastor mm-hmm. John and he took us to a legit deep dish Chicago pizza oh, place. Man. And we went bananas. Yeah, I did eat <clears throat> all of that. And so do you know what I do now? What? When I want pizza is I, rem- I remind myself, you just had incredible pizza. No, this is what has helped and me. And so this, so it's now been how many weeks since we went? Three or four weeks? Yeah. I haven't had pizza since. Right. Only reason is because when I want to order DiGiorno's or I want to go to Mellow Mushroom, right. I just tell myself, no, dude, that pizza was better and I've already had some. Right. So I don't need more. No, it's good. And 
there is probably something in the future that you can look forward to. Yep. And for me, that's what, so, I mean, I've talked to people who are like, oh my God, I can never eat plant-based. That's so hard. And I'm like, no, because there have been times. So when we, when we did that, I haven't had deep dish Chicago pizza like that since I was in eighth grade and we went to a class trip to Chicago. Yeah. So I made the decision, yeah. I'm going to eat this. Yeah. And and then there are moments in my life that I know, okay, I'm going to eat here on this date at this time. Yeah. It makes the time in between like, what am, Whatever. I, what am I doing? You're eating to live, not living right, to eat. Right. And that's a huge. It's huge. And so something else that I'll do is I'll set a time goal. Okay. And so I have this app on my phone. I'm a little obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, it's called Days Until. Yes. And so I know how many days until Easter, how many days until Christmas, right. how many days until my birthday, all these things. Yeah. And so like right now. Uh, it's days until, uh, the most recent thing that I have is coming up is general council, which is a conference that a we're going to go to in Florida yeah. and it's 96 days, right? It's 96 days uh, from yeah. today. I'm going to turn 40 in 262 days yeah. and I'm going to turn 65 in 9,393 days. Of course, of course you have 65. I'm not a robot. <laughs> Except you are. <laughs> and so these things help me remember, right. dude, in 93 days, right. I'm going to be in Florida. Right. I'm going to see a bunch of friends. What do I want to look like? Right. I'm going to take my kids to Disney World. Do I want to be all hot and sweaty trying to walk around Disney World? And I'm probably going to go swimming somewhere. Yep. Do I want to look like a fool? So that helps me like realize that today matters. It's really good. The reason we well, eat garbage is because we think today doesn't matter. No, 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 no. Today does matter. Yeah. And, and then for me, in my brain, it tells me, okay, so if I have 93 days and this is my goal to get there, how many of those days am I allowed to screw up? Yeah. Because I think what happens is we tell ourselves, I'll start Monday. I'll start Monday. I'll start Monday. And Monday never comes. But when we can look at actually between now and here, oh, that means I can only screw up about five times between yeah. now and then. Yeah. And if I've already screwed up twice, I only got three left. Yeah. Like we have to give ourselves real practical understanding. Yes. Instead of this ethereal, I'll start someday. Yeah. No, you got to stop with a someday yeah. and you got to set a goal. You've got to remember that you're not without. No, right. You could have it all, yeah. but you're choosing to eat something a little bit healthier. Yeah. And um, eating something Eating should not be a party every time. No, this is where we've struggled the most. <laughs> because my son Titus, yeah. who is six, yeah. he thinks eating should be a party every time. Right. Do you want to know why he thinks that? Why? Because he's six. Right. <laughs> no, but right. when you're a grown adult, right. if you're treating breakfast, lunch, and dinner like your mouth should be jumping for right. joy every meal, you're, you're viewing it with Complete, immaturity. Yeah, completely wrong. All right. I want to do after this conversation is go and eat a giant cheeseburger because I've right. been talking about it, but I'm not gonna. Right. No, we're gonna go have a salad. Go have a salad should. or a little piece of salmon. Yeah. Because I would rather celebrate something else. No, it's really good. So I hope that's been helpful for oh, everybody. Yeah. It's kind of deep. No, it is. And I think the, the last piece uh, that we haven't said that I think both of us had to really come to is like, if you failed at it a thousand times, it's okay. If there's breath in your lungs, you can make a change. Right. You don't need to feel guilty or like mad at yourself over what's been. It's the same with anything. Now you just start today and go forward. Yeah. Keep going. You can only become better. Yeah. You know, there's like more. There's more. Keep just chugging for pull it. Pull towards it. Call a doctor. Right. Go get some blood work done. Yeah. 
pop a healthy vitamin. It's true. Stop the shortcuts. Stop the shortcuts. They don't work. We could just keep going. I know because it's Cause a lot. <laughs> we got to stop shortcuts, man. No, We've got to stop hoping that we're going to just eat. I don't want to say the name of the brand because then I'll get a bunch of haters because y'all are in a pyramid scheme. But <laughs> you you think that if I just eat these bars and right. drink these shakes and eat these chemical foods, then we'll be healthy. No, the goal of it is to really understand yeah. what's fueling your body. Help yourself be healthy. Body, mind, soul. And what do you feel better at? Yeah. I feel better not eating all those right. things. No, right. I have more energy. Super good. good Super good. Y'all the best. Love you. Shh.